This is Steve Goodrich, known on the trail as Bird Shooter, and this is N2 Backpacking, a podcast for both hikers and backpackers. Hey hikers, Bird Shooter here. And tonight on the show it is New Year's Eve, and I speak with Katie, aka Wild Turkey, sitting by a stream in the mountains near LJ, Georgia. In the show we talk about her first backpacking trip, how the weather and her equipment impacted the hike, and discuss some tips for those heading out on the trail for the first time. We also talk about other hikes in the south, some of her favorites, and ideas for hiking and camping with children. Here's episode 11. This is Bird Shooter here. Here we are with the um, LJ interview in the new Brady cabin. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. I'm here with uh, with Katie, a.k.a. we'll call her um, Wild Turkey. And I think we'll get into that uh, a little later on where the name comes from. But uh, first of all, congratulations on your new cabin in the in the woods. It's it's good to have friends that have nice accommodations, <laughs> especially on New Year's Eve. This is the New Year's Eve interview, by the way. But first question for you, actually not even a question, but more of a statement, Katie. You are the first female hiker that I've interviewed solo so far. How does that make you feel? Oh, privileged. Very privileged. <laughs> Well, so Glenn and Susan Schuffenhauer, who you know, yes. were actually the uh, first interview that I had where I had a female involved. But you're uh, you're you're riding solo. You're unassisted. Your husband didn't come out here to help you out tonight, despite his many many years of backpacking experience with me. I'm hurt. Don't be hurt. <laughs> he doesn't talk to anyone, including me. Ah, it's a typical husband for you. <laughs> so. Um, I'm just sitting here thinking, your first trip with me, Manahill Outdoor Center? No, it's Stratton Bald. It was Stratton Bald. Western North Carolina. On the Tennessee border. That was your first backpacking trip ever? No, I'd gone backpacking with the Girl Scouts, but backpacking with the Girl Scouts means you hike in about 12 feet. And then you set up camp. Well, that's what we do now, because I'm over 40. But yeah, <laughs> I, I can relate to that. Where, where, but, did, where did you, was that in Georgia, that you did your first trip? Um, yes, probably. I don't really recall a lot of them from Girl Scouts, other than I thought I knew what backpacking was until I went backpacking with you. Yeah, so maybe we should talk about Stratton Ball, because it's coming up here quickly. That was the uh, first time I'd been there, was the first time you went there. Yes, it was obviously the first time I went there. It was uh, October. It was cold. It was it was hot at the bottom and cold at the top. Yeah, you're over 6,000 feet, but did we get snowed on? Yes. We started out, it was like 65 degrees. It was a beautiful day. And then we get to the top, it's pouring down snow. And um, we're all very wet and cold. My, my vivid memory of that and I mentioned this earlier, was uh, 
It was right after September 11. And I remember on the hike in, I think it wasn't that far. It was probably only about two and a half miles. And uh, you go up, up a, yeah, you go up a gravel road for a long time in a car, and then you get in a on a on a uh, hiking trail that takes you to Stratton Bald. But um, I remember it was very foggy. It's very foggy and rainy, snow. It's kind of sleetish. Yeah. And I remember we stopped on the way up there, and I looked at you, and you looked like you were in sheer misery, <laughs> like you were absolutely hating life. There was a point at which I had to sit down and wait for you guys to go find a place to camp and then come back and get me because I, I couldn't hike any further. And, and my first mistake on that trip was that my pack was way too heavy. Yeah, you know, it's not uncommon for a lot of people to head out on the trail with heavy pack. But I remember, I think you were sitting next to Christiane at the time, because somebody was sitting next to you, and I looked at both of you, and you just looked very unhappy. And um, you looked cold. That's I was, what I remember. I was very cold. You looked very, very chilly. very, very cold. And unhappy at your now husband, boyfriend at the time. I wasn't unhappy with him, because he was actually very helpful. But I was very, very cold, and I couldn't warm up. But we, 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 uh, we... No, no, no. We fixed that situation um, over time. I believe that Roger was with us. I think he was with us. And we all know that sure. Roger is the master of the fire. Right. And he got a giant fire going. And there, there was a zucchini in there somewhere that was cooked in the fire. And it was hot. It was cooked in tinfoil or something. And, um... And after I ate that, like, it warmed me up enough where I could actually function. And then that's where we get to my trail name. Oh, Wild Turkey. <laughs> that's where you started to bounce back? Yeah, because um, Charlie had packed in a large a large amount of beer for me. Beer? Beer, which is what I normally prefer to drink. But I was so cold I couldn't drink it, so he traded it with that guy that we met on top of Strattenbold for Wild Turkey. So, to your point about Strattenbald, we first get up there, and I mean, it seems like we're all alone. It, it did seem like we were all alone for a, a while until everybody started coming over to Roger's large fire. That's true. They, they were coming out of the woodwork. They, but when we first got there, it seemed like there was no one else there. It was very mm -hmm. foggy. We get to the uh, top of the mountain, and there's a flag flying in honor of September 11. With a little note there, which was kind of surreal. I mean, in the fog, in the mist, in the snowy ice stuff. That was that was my defining memory from that moment. Was walking up on top of the bald and seeing a very small, kind of like staked in the ground flag flying, and then seeing the note. It was sort of, uh, I don't know. It was kind of surreal. It's not what I expected, you know. No, it was neat. You came out of the trees, and there you were on. This and then, well, it was cool. Well, then we pitch our tents, and I'm still thinking we're all alone. I don't know about you. I mean, we hadn't seen anybody. No, right? and we, we didn't see anybody. Well, we saw the Boy Scouts while I was sitting there waiting for you guys to come back and tell me where we were camping. But, um, yeah, no one was up there, really. You, you didn't think there was anybody up there. And then all of a sudden, like, people just started emerging from the bushes, right? You know, they were camped around us. We had no idea because there was so much fog up there. And that's where we met uh, a guy that I think we begin to call Judge Not. <laughs> because if I remember, he had a bumper sticker on his back of his car that said, "Don't you know? Don't judge me, Judge Not." 
He was a boat builder, by the way. Oh, was he? Yes, he was from Tennessee. He was a boat builder. And um, I know a lot about him because it, at several points in the night, he decided to sit on me. <laughs> not not intentionally. I think he fell on you, basically, if I remember correctly. He did. Yeah. Yeah. That was interesting. But he was fun. And he did bring wild turkey, which was very Where, where you got your uh, trail name, right? Yes. That's where it came from. He traded the, the beer for the wild turkey. So and that that was your first backpack backing experience. That's not a bad one. I mean, no, you, you it was an do, awesome trip. You could trip. do a lot worse than that. It was an awesome trip. And if you remember on the way out of there, um, I can't remember if you were in the front of the pack or the back, but we had somebody with us named Christiane, and she had a dog, and they were smack in the middle of the pack, and somehow she got separated from the front and the back and went down the wrong trail. I think we followed her down the wrong trail for a bit, and then realized it was the wrong trail. And oh, we must have had walkie-talkies. We did have walkie-talkies. Because it, somehow we did connect and learn that we had... A missing the, person. The wrong... We were going the wrong way. Yeah, but you know, um, we, uh, we had no way to radio her, because she didn't have one on her. So I think we spent a good hour looking for her. We finally found her. We found her. She was going in the wrong direction. So uh, let that be a lesson to you folks listening. That if someone's in the middle of the pack, it doesn't mean they're necessarily safe. Um, so that was your first backpacking trip. Yes. But I was uh, counting the trips that we've done together. We've done over 20 plus trips, at least. There's a lot of, lot of trips. Too many to remember. So do you have a preference? Hiking versus backpacking? Um, now that you're a mother of two, though, you don't have the flexibility you once had. I prefer backpacking. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. My wife would say otherwise, but that's interesting. No, I, I much prefer back. I've done a lot of... Um, and you say that because what? Well, you know, I've done a lot of car camping with the kids and friends. Like, I've been able to con a lot of women, you know, when the guys are at work and to go and camping during the week and um those trips are fun but backpacking you have this sort of sense of accomplishment before you get to the camp and then you set everything up and it's it's just more limited but at the same time really nice but um obviously backpacking with a three-year-old is really not possible unless you're you know a camel um well i think so So I, not, not that you haven't packed, backpacked um, in the uh, child-rearing years, plenty of things, right? Like, off the trail. <laughs> I still carry around my 30-something pound son yeah, <laughs> and he gets exactly. lazy. You've but, done um, your fair share of backpacking off the trail. Yes, but it's very difficult to uh, actually backpack with a three-year-old. He won't walk more than about, I don't know, a half a mile. But... um. But yeah, I really like backpacking better. But I, I mean, the car camping is great for the time that I'm in right now. So let me let me throw another backpacking uh, experience in front of you that I had long forgotten about until I looked at my cheat sheet here. Um, Yellow Mountain. So that's North Carolina, Western North Carolina. You, Roger, Charlie, and I set out, and I don't know if you remember this, but it was the night that we camped and we set up right before rain came through and we're in this little kind of gap oh yes yes and um where i used the saw yes the saw. Yeah, that's yes. right it might have been the uh, first big saw uh, the wood saw experience 
Yes, the camp saw, because the camel carried the camp saw. Yes, he did. And it uh, poured down rain. We had just enough time to get camp set up. And then um, the next morning, what I remember most vividly is the next morning hearing the wild turkeys buzzing around. Yes. It gets back to your trail name. Yes, but that time I did not have any wild turkey, and I haven't had any wild turkey since that camping trip. Um. <laughs> did you hear the wild turkeys the next morning? Yes. It wasn't just me, right? No, no, they were there. Because I remember seeing the feathers. There were feathers everywhere. They were yeah. buzzing around our tents. Yeah, they were everywhere. And, um, yeah, that was a really nice trip, and we had that nice tarp. Yeah, the Kelty tarp. It saved our butt because it poured, poured yeah. that night. That was we, key for that trip. Yeah, but we were able to pretty much stay pretty much dry and yeah. hug the fire. That was a nice, that was a good, definite good piece of gear when we went to have. And the next morning, I actually hiked to the top of the mountain, but you slackers, you stayed in bed. No, I went to sleep and I didn't get up until it was time to hike back. It was like another mile and a half up to the yeah. mountain. But the mountain was amazing. Like, I got up there. There's a fire tower. I'm above the clouds. Ah, it was beautiful. So, um, the other two trips I had on here that we did was uh, Chattooga River with Ashley, my wife, um, with Roger. It was kind of late fall. I don't know if you that remember that. That was a really long Yeah, hike. it was kind of a long hike. And then the other one was the Graveyard Fields, which I think was with uh, Glenn and Susan. Podcast number one in my interview. Oh, yeah? Um, where we hiked, like, essentially 20 minutes. And Charlie was so disappointed that was Oh, I remember that. And we kept hiking after we set up camp because it was such a disappointing backpacking trip that... We had to get more exercise. We had to go further. So we went we to the falls. We had to the falls. Yeah, that yeah. was nice. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I mean, that was a long drive, too. Yeah, it's like, oh, my God. It was at least four hours yeah. to, to hike 20 minutes. Yeah, it was, but it was beautiful. I mean, the place was gorgeous. Well, to backpack 20 minutes, we ended up hiking yeah, further. Yeah. But it was really pretty. Like, the the site was great. It just wasn't as energetic as we had hoped. Well, you know, you, we've broken you in on the hard trips. The, uh, you know. Well, the Chattooga Falls was probably one of the harder ones. No, there was one we went on with, um, like ten guys and me. Ten guys and you? Yeah, and I was pregnant, <laughs> but no one knew it. That sounds like a bad comedy act right there. There was um, a, there was a, I can't remember where we went, but um, who were yeah, the guys? I was by far the only, the only um, girl, and oh god, there were, there were at least. It was like ten guys and me. You got me thinking here. And we had the we found the dog with the collar. Oh yeah, that was the Chatuga River trip I was just talking about. Okay, I was thinking that that was the one that we went on with Ashley, where we hiked a really long way, and Roger was with us. No, that was the trip where Glenn and Susan were supposed to meet us, and okay. they, and and they, they got did. lost. Yeah, they got lost. And there, you're right. There were like a ton of people there. The weasel and I might have hiked in there at night, and you were hanging out with Roger and uh, a bunch of other people. Yeah. And I had Rebel, my old dog, um, and we were sitting around the fire, and he kept getting all excited. And then we realized it was because there was a hunting dog yeah. in the circle in the camp. Yeah. The dog. Wow. But yeah, I remember that one just because I was like the only girl. So, hiking versus backpacking, you've done both. Mm-hmm. You have a preference? Um. No, I'll take backpacking any day. 
Because you're going somewhere, and then you get to hang out and set up camp. And, and you have to take everything, but you can't take that much. Right. Because you have to keep your... Well, at least I have to keep my weight down. Or I can't do I it. I think at this day and age, I've got to keep my weight down. <laughs> Probably more than you, I'm guessing. Or so my wife tells me. But, um... No, I, I would much prefer to go backpacking. But, I, I mean, hiking is... You know, pretty much what I'm limited to for the most part now. Well, that's tough with young kids. It'll change. So let me rip off some day hikes. We kind of talked about the backpacking trips. Tell me your favorite and why. I'm going to rip off a few that we've done. Fort Mountain State Park. That was, we, we camped. That was a good one. Yeah. Brass Town Bald, which was very short, but it had a nice little. That view was nice top. with kids. Like, that was a good kid. Vogel State Park, which, uh, that was the time we rented the cabin. Yes. New Year's Eve. That was like two yeah. years ago. Smokies. Uh, we did, we've done a few Smokies trips, but the one near Bryson City where, um, Roger's friend Laura was there. Oh, and, yes. You know. Yes. Wesser. Bald. Which, uh, I'm struggling to try to remember that one. Green Mountain, which was near a cabin, looked very similar to this one. Aska Road in LJ. Ah, yes, in LJ. I, I remember think my one. kids were very young. The Cartake River, which um, Rich Mountain River is, also in that same area. And Pine Mountain State Park, which, uh, oh my God, my wife was giving me shit on the way here because my kids almost got run over by a car. Oh, you weren't there that time. No, that was, I wasn't that was there. Last I, was, I was homesick because Duncan was sick. And That's right. I couldn't come, so Charlie went. Um, favorite day hiking favorite destination? Favorite day hiking. That's a tough one because the day hikes don't stick with me like the backpacking trips. But, You're actually um, in my book in Sweetwater Creek. Now that I think about Sweetwater it, Sweetwater Creek is great. I mean, you know, like if you're just in Atlanta and. You need to get out. Sweetwater Creek is awesome. Um, particularly the long hike. You'd still rather backpack than hike? Oh, absolutely. It's just more memorable. and like it. You have to work a lot harder. It's more fun. But, um... Day hikes... Anything with a waterfall. You can't go wrong there. You can't get, you know, you get a waterfall or you got a lot of water you have to cross and a lot of up and down. Especially in the summertime, right? When yeah, it's, it's awesome. And, um, I'm trying to think of the one we went on. We had a ton of waterfalls. So, so if I had to just catch you off guard and ask you your most memorable trip, hiking or, or backpacking, is it Stratton Stratton Bald, yeah, universally, is 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 uh, the most memorable because it was the first one I really went on, and and it was just a great trip. Like it was, it had, you know, a whole variety of weather. Yeah, I'm not sure true. you could put more weather into a yeah, day. Because that last day, the day we hiked out, it was beautiful. It was like crystal clear, super sunny. The day we hike in, it's like foggy. Well, it's, we had some snow blowing around. But it started out gort. I mean, you know, it started out as a beautiful day, and then you know, I mean, it is definitely the definition of the day that you really need to take that advice about bringing the extra clothes even though it looks lovely. Cause it Be was, prepared. It was the like 60 motto. degrees. I know. 
And then all of a sudden, it's not 60 degrees. It's like 20 degrees with a breeze that could blow away your tent. I flash back to seeing you on the side of the trail, <laughs> shivering, looking miserable. Well, in the wrong shoes. I was looking at you like, oh my God, Charlie, this girl will never hike with you again. That's <laughs> kind of how you felt wrong. at the time, right? Yeah, the shoes are all wrong. Well, no, no, I, I really never felt like that. I felt like I would I would live through it. Only because um, we had stopped at the store on the way up, and and they we bought long underwear. <laughs> the savior. The savior, long underwear. Wow, that's a good call, man. Well, I guess it was. We knew it, it was, was going to be cold. Yeah. Well, yeah, I just had no idea how cold. And and shoes are really important. So, Katie, um, gear that you like, anything particular that you uh, like on the trail. I, I can tell you my personal favorite, just to get your wheels turning. My Thermarest chair. The Thermarest chair is key. God, I love that. I mean, it's, if there's one thing I won't give up, it's sitting around a campfire in a Thermarest chair. The Thermarest chair is very helpful. Um, good boots really make a big difference. Okay, I could see that. And, and I think as a girl who'd never done backpacking before and then tried it with bad boots. Right. Your first time? Good or? boots? Much better. Yeah. Much, much better. Sure. And, uh, any sort of, like, good rain gear. You know, like... Where you're not getting wet when you're getting rained on? Around the city, you think you have good rain gear because you can get out of your car and walk into the Target. But when you're out in the woods and and you have no dryer and you have no car, it is much better to have good rain gear. I would agree with that statement. Yeah. And in a tent that is not from Walmart. Now, you guys were pretty well prepared, though, if I remember correctly. I mean, um, mostly. See, we're, Charlie is well prepared. He had good gear. But but what I grew up with, camping and, and hiking and stuff, that gear was bad. Bad gear. <laughs> well, it takes time to kind of learn that, uh, you know... Well, and it's it worth makes a, little, it a few extra bucks. You know, you go three or four times and you get rained on every time and you get soaking wet because you have a really bad tent or a tent that doesn't hold up to wind or, and, and you just never want to do it again. But if you have good gear... Makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah a, a nice tent. Any places that you would repeat that we've been to in the past that you really, uh, really like... I really like anything with water. I mean, I really, I enjoy, like, the river places that we've gone. Where like Chituga. Chituga, Nautilhala. <coughs> um, any of the water. There's a couple places we've hiked where we've crossed a lot of rivers and stuff. We don't do the Nautilhala like we used to in, in no. our old age. No, the Nautilhala. Any, any fond memories from those trips? Because there are so many. <clears throat> I mean, um, I just can't even... I can't even begin to retell some stories there. The Natalahala chips were awesome. They're they're really um, defining my, my defining favorite, memories. My all time favorite Natalahala trip was uh, to the place of the crazy guy, the crazy guy campground. Oh yeah, Watipi. Before he was committed. Yeah, he uh, um, apparently went seriously to an insane asylum. Yes, we do believe he was in fact committed. Yeah. Um. But he had an awesome campground that basically had no rules. 
in large campsites, which was good because everybody who was there had large groups. And um, we did a lot of four wheeling. There was a lot of four wheeling. There was there was a, a case where you guys drove me up to the top of the mountain, and then I mountain biked back down, and that was awesome. <laughs> Um, did you borrow a bike or did you bring no, it? No, we brought a bike up there. Uh, great, great call. That was awesome. And then um, that was by far my favorite, though, that, that campground. It was just... It was awesome. It was over the top. He got crazier every year that we went there, though. There was a large number of small dogs. <laughs> yeah, and a Cadillac. There they, was rolled a Cadillac and, they rolled and, rocks. They rolled rocks. Do you remember that? I don't remember the dogs rolling rocks because I just tried to get away. But, but the... The, the entire house that he lived in was covered in what I believe might have been plastic wrap. I think it was actually a trailer, to be quite honest. It could have been a trailer, but it was covered in plastic wrap. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was saran, not like the kind, like a big tarp. You know what I remember about that, actually? And I'm glad we're having this discussion, because these memories only come back through conversation. But um, I think when you first showed up, it was 10 bucks in the next couple to roll through it went to like 12 and then the next couple that came through it was like 15 and the price just kept going up <laughs> going up as the night went on you <laughs> exactly. got too many people that's right and then i remember going to the bathroom and they had a, a lovely bathhouse full of spiders and um i i stepped on a snake and knew and i screamed because i stepped on a snake and no one of the 20 or 30 people that were camping that night noticed so it. much as flinched oh my like God. no one no. no one even said are you okay it was or, a copperhead wasn't it i have no idea that was the one that that was the copperhead that uh, morgan the next day was like you <laughs> stepped on a bloody copperhead you remember that well i don't know if more i don't know if i trust morgan's snake identification skills but it was definitely a copperhead because okay. the next day we took it and we stuck it by the water um okay. faucet and it looked like it was still alive, but it was dead. And it, I mean, it scared the crap out of, like, everybody that was there. Well, I stepped on this one, and and it, it and I was barefoot. And I um, won't do that again. Wear shoes. Shoes are good. <laughs> Another uh, beginner tip. <laughs> shoes are any, always any good, other, no matter other, the time of year. Any other beginner tips for our studio audience here tonight? Um, pack light. Pack very light. You know, it's, Rain it's, gear, pack light. It seems sensible, but what happens? You end up, <laughs> you pack the kitchen sink, right? I know. You pack all this stuff and you think you need it, but really all you need is rain gear and warm clothes. Because if you have those two things, you, you're really okay. And good friends. Oh, lots of good friends. You know? Well, well Katie, thank you for the podcast this evening. It was a, a pleasure to have you on the show. Even though I couldn't corner your husband for his uh, commentary, it's good to have the Brady experience down for posterity. But thanks. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Into Backpacking Podcast. This is your host, Bird Shooter, wishing you the best for your travels on the trail. To subscribe to this show, visit iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app, and give us a thumbs up or a positive comment while you're there. You can also download shows directly from intobackpacking.com. Just click the podcast tab on the main menu. 
Music for this show was provided by Jerris under a Creative Commons license and is titled Hillbilly Anarchy. This show is a production of N2 Backpacking and is copyrighted by N2 Ventures, Inc. For more information on this podcast or to provide feedback or comments on this or future shows, please visit us at n2backpacking.com. That's the letter N, the number two, backpacking.com.